Vincent van Gogh is quoted as saying, love is something eternal. The aspect may change, but not the essence. And if love is eternal, as Van Gogh says, then what better topic to look at through the lens of preserve your past? In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you ways that, as usual, I'm mining for stories and documenting my memories of loved ones. And I invite you to look at this core theme of love and relationships as you begin mining your own stories. So come join me on the episode as we celebrate Valentine's Day now. Welcome to the Preserve Your Past podcast, where we'll explore all things related to the creative process of writing your stories for future generations. I'm your host, Melissa Ann Kitchen, author, teacher, speaker, and coach, I believe that your personal history is a priceless gift for family, friends, and generations to come. Whether you consider yourself a writer or not, we are discussing the topics that help with every step of the process, like how to mine for the juiciest story ideas or how to refine them into polished final drafts you'll be proud to share. Let's face it, sure your stories can be overwhelming, but I've got you covered. We all have a lifetime of memories to share, so why not save yours to pass along? Let me help you leave your lasting legacy. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Preserve Your Past podcast. And today we are going to be looking at Valentine's Day. And again, if love is eternal, as Van Gogh says in that quote I shared, then what a better topic to look at through the lens of Preserve Your Past. So Today we're going to be thinking about how in mining for our stories and documenting our memories of loved ones, one of the core themes is often love and relationships. This is one of the topics where we realize there is both history and legend blended together with the truth lying somewhere in between. And we also know that a classic love story is about two separate entities coming together, right? Two humans coming together. So even here, as we call it history, we're often going to find there are two separate versions. And this makes gathering of the memories even more interesting. And the stories that we pull out of this even more interesting. So again, in honor of the essence of Valentine's Day, I'm going to give you four suggestions for places to explore when preserving your past. So the first item that I'd like to offer you today as a suggestion is to look at the classic How I Met Your Mother story. Now, I'm actually referencing a TV show. Uh, One of my sons watched a lot. I think he went through all of the episodes and seasons uh, that was about told from the point of view of a father telling his children for several television seasons how he met his their mother. 
Um, but you don't know who the mother is through all of these TV shows. But anyways, you can look that one up. Um, I'm not talking about the fact that you only need your father's version of how they met your mother, but I'm talking about that classic how I met my love, how I met my spouse story. And so when we think of this, this is a classic, a universal topic. It's one that will have multiple points of views, different versions. It's something you can look at from different sides because it will look different and it will have been lived differently from the sides of both parties, right? It can also be something that you write of your own relationship for your children, or it could be something that you research or you actually interview parents, grandparents, or others to um, gather this information. Um, I would also offer that it doesn't have to be a love relationship, but could also be about a friendship. So when I look at this example, I think about we just went to dinner um, with my siblings who have been on the show, Todd and Allison, and it was a Christmas celebration and we had all uh, been eating and having a glass of wine and we're sitting around the table together and I had asked to remember for each of the couples that were there, their, I guess you would call it origin story, (laughs) but their stories, their versions of how they met each other. And we went around the table and it was fun to see how each person had a different version of what that looked like, of what happened um, in their point of view, um, how some of these were more straighter lines than others. Um, It was fun to see the humor that was remembered, the misunderstandings that happened along the way, the bumps in the road, and then, you know, those moments of knowing. So it is a very interesting place to derive story from, or even just to be able to get the information to pass along and share with others. That idea, again, of the origin of a relationship, especially if we're looking at our parents, can be quite magical because if we weren't here, many of us are here because two people came together, right, and fell in love. And that's a gift too, if that's the experience you have. I know not every child will have that story. So this could be something you pass along. This could be even an origin story of a friendship. I shared in the past episode that I went on a trip for my birthday weekend a couple weekends ago with my friend Michelle. And I I think I actually talk about our origin story in the episode of how we both taught together. And how we were introduced to each other because we taught in Las Vegas, but we were both from Massachusetts. Her accent, her Massachusetts accent was a little more apparent to them than mine was at the time. (laughs) But when I started speaking of where I was from, they said, you need to meet Michelle. She says Bubla too. So we were talking, we met over the idea that the kids drinking fountain was called a Bubla. But we were also Patriots fans, and then became, yeah, family, being far away from home. So that origin story of how we met, but then also how our friendship grew is really important to us. And we've shared that with our children as we've grown our friendship through the years to be to the next generation. So that is one idea of where to start, that classic how 
we met story or how they met story. Another suggestion that I have for seeking stories from the past that that have that Valentine's love theme is the story of proposals and weddings. So in regards to proposals, you know, looking at our, whether it's our parents again, or whether we're sharing our own story, how did the person propose? Did the other person immediately accept? Where did the proposal occur? Was it a surprise? Did it go as planned? (laughs) Asking all the questions and not forgetting again to get both sides if you're able to, because this is something that when you allow a couple to speak about, you will see the synergy, but you'll also see the versions, right? Um, Yes. So that, again, in addition to that proposal, could also be a wedding day. And as, again, as far as wedding days go, there will be at least two versions. Um, This is something else. Maybe it's not just the couple you're interviewing. It might even be guests of the wedding or parents of the bride or groom, but um, there will be at least two versions, and they may even start before the actual wedding. So questions to think about is what was happening in the world at the time of the wedding? Who were the people in the wedding party? Again, as I always talk about, some of this can be from photos, it can be from research, uh, Another way to kind of get into the depths of the story is, did everything go smoothly and as planned? Was there a location that the wedding took place in that was special? Uh, Let the stories flow. So again, as you're interviewing or as you're sharing your own stories, let these stories flow. So in looking at these two proposal and weddings, it brings me back to... um, as I mentioned, thinking about things that happened maybe even before the start of the actual wedding. But my husband and I were married in 1994 on June 18th, and we had been living in Las Vegas and came home to get married. And so as we prepared for our wedding that week, we gathered with friends the night before, similar to doing you know, that rehearsal dinner and a rehearsal, but it was a lot more low key. Um, Our wedding wasn't quite as formal. So we gathered at a restaurant and we're all kind of sitting and having, I believe, Mexican or something. I I can't even think of now the name of the restaurant. Um, And as we're kind of sitting there, there's TV screens up because it's in this like bar area. We're all having these conversations that are you know, amongst a couple people on this side and maybe others on this side and reminiscing because we hadn't seen our friends in a while. We had come back to Massachusetts after living for uh, nearly a year in Las Vegas. And so it was a real celebration of coming back and being able to be with our friends that night, more so than even hanging out with family for that particular dinner. Maybe it was the after, you know, (laughs) rehearsal dinner dinner, but it was kind of that um, relaxing and, and reminiscing and gathering again with friends. And as we are all in the midst of these conversations up on the screen, we now realize that all of the shows have been interrupted and we are now watching this white Bronco racing 
If you are someone who loves the thought of collecting memories, of preserving your past, whether it's through writing stories, whether it's through conversations, whether it's through any kind of project that can help you to preserve those details of your past and the stories that get passed along through the generations, then I have the place for you. I would love to see you join me over at Preserve Your Past, Share Your Stories, my free Facebook group where you can join like-minded people to help you get your stories down on paper for future generations. Now, this group is for people who are in the process of collecting their stories, whether you are writing down your personal stories to preserve your past or collecting the memories and you just want to work through remembering loved ones and making sure that those details that you had, the experiences that you shared with them are never lost, this is the place to be. We talk about everything to do with preserving those memories and preserving your past. And weekly, we have a live event where I do a mini lesson or a conversation that is live in our Facebook group. Daily, you'll get some prompts, some quotes, and on top of it all, you'll have a community where you can share your favorite memories, ask questions on how to work through preserving those, and just be with like-minded people. So again, join me over at Preserve Your Past, write your stories. You'll find the link for the community in the show notes to this podcast, and I can't wait to see you over there. Come join us. Up a highway from overhead view from a police helicopter. And any of you who know 1994 know that that was the year that O.J. Simpson had been accused of murdering his wife. Um, And I say accused because of that time, (laughs) things were kind of unfolding and it was really, really, really crazy Um, to go back in time now, knowing so much that how that affected media, how it affected a lot of, of different parts of our life. It's crazy to go back to what it felt like at that moment as we watched it, but also the idea that it interrupted our whole evening with friends, like the room went silent. This place just became all encompassingly focused on this white Bronco, the whole restaurant. Our evening before our wedding was pretty much interrupted. And while it's a memory that we will never forget, it kind of gives that marker of when in time it happened. (laughs) It was kind of a bummer that conversation stopped because we were just in awe of this crazy happenstance. Um, So these are great stories to ask when you're thinking, you know, things might not have gone as planned. Um, Another funny story was that my sister and brother were both single at the time. And this was the 1990s. So when I threw my bouquet, my sister caught it. And when I threw my garter, my brother caught it. But anyone who knows that like, your brother putting the garter on your sister's leg is kind of icky, would understand why we don't really, many people don't do that tradition anymore. But that was hysterical because we had to find someone else um, who could stand in for my brother when we realized they both had caught these. And it was so awkward and funny. Um, 
and just made for a really special uh, moment, which is kind of funny because we put our friends in a, a position also because we did pick um, my friend who was getting married soon, but he also knew my sister for a really long time and was was older and, and didn't feel much more comfortable than my brother did. So get to the meat of what went right, what might have not got right, and those silly stories that are in the background. Because we see the pictures and wedding albums, but we don't always know what's happening on the backside and for real. So that was the second suggestion to look at the proposals and weddings and ask all the questions. And if they're yours, share all the details of behind the scenes. And for our third suggestion, I ask that you examine some of your Valentine's Day traditions or Valentine's Day traditions of your family. So whether they are your own or from interviews with loved ones, are there traditions that were followed or not (laughs) on Valentine's Day? Are there stories where someone gifted the same heart-shaped box of chocolates or bouquet of flowers? Was there a year that somebody forgot? Was there a year where they hit it out of the park? Is this holiday not celebrated at all? And is there a reason why it's not celebrated? And again, these can be questions for self-reflection or for interviewing family members. Now, when I was a little kid, and and it still comes to me thinking about Valentine's Day, my father would come home on Valentine's Day with a box of chocolates for my mother, a big heart-shaped box of chocolates, and For each of us, he'd bring three small mini heart boxes. And this to me was so special. First of all, the idea that he thought of us on Valentine's Day and brought something home. And and it would always be, you know, you knew he stopped at the store on the way by um, to come home from work. But it was also, there's something to be said when you can see that your parents love each other. And so the fact that my mother's box was always bigger, more ornate, she always shared those candies with us after she chose her favorites because we had our own. But it always was this special feeling that I can go back to, even symbolically, to see how much love my dad had for my mom and how any time that he was able to show appreciation or be romantic or just show his love to her, that was something, that affection was not hidden from us. That's something that I know, even in losing both of my parents, the reason why I came out as well emotionally and as strong emotionally and mentally was because I knew my parents loved each other and I knew my parents loved me. And as a school counselor that worked with at-risk students and kids from all different backgrounds that would be struggling, even if they had both their parents and people would say to me, you know, boy, your story is really challenging, how you lost your mom and then your dad. But I would always answer that knowing that my parents loved each other and me was a strength that I had to esteem to as an adult in my future, like I knew an example of a loving relationship and I had been loved unconditionally and thoroughly. And so this brought me a stability that many of my students did not have. So 
thinking about even those silly heart-shaped boxes, and that was not the only way he showed his love, can bring you back to those Valentines in the past. So again, looking at Valentine's Day traditions and seeing what those mean to you in your present. And finally, the fourth way that I think I would suggest for you to look at Valentine's Day through this preserve your past lens is to think about how you can bring Valentine's days of the past to the present. And I think if you listen to me, you know this is one of my themes, where as I'm gathering my memories, right, as I'm researching my stories and remembering my traditions, and I'm inviting you to do the same, I'm also suggesting that you look for how you can bridge the past and the present and bring these memories to life now. So looking at your family's history for any remnants of old love letters or vintage editions of Valentine's Day cards, was there a tradition that you learned about above, like the one I mentioned about my parents, that you want to bring into the present? Is there something special that would help you be able to connect to a a former time in your life? Now, as a child of the 70s and 80s, who bought store-bought sets of cards to swap at school, I would also suggest reminiscing and even researching some of those kinds of topics. So for example, if you were a 1970s, 1980s, or even later kid, research those themed cards that you remember sending your friends. So when I was a kid in school, and even as a teacher later on, I know we did this in elementary school, but when I was a child, we would bring in boxes and decorate them to make mailboxes. I think sometimes they were shoe boxes with a slit in the top. I think we did all different kinds of things. And then on Valentine's Day, we would need to bring these little cards that we would fold and have to sign our names on 30 times. Sometimes you'd have to buy multiple boxes. Um, We'd go, all three of us, and pick out what our Valentines were going to be that year and then go home and write them all out and write each person's. You'd have a, a mimeographed, I'm bringing you back to the 70s, photocopied, maybe we're in the 80s or 90s list of names of your students in your class. And so you would need to write their names on the envelopes and sign your names on the inside. And there were some very memorable cards that I remember. So I actually did this recently, preparing for this episode, Googled and researched vintage 70s and 80s Valentine's cards, and I've added some pictures. I'm going to put into the blog version of this. So if you're listening to the podcast, remember there's always going to be a written blog with show notes and the pictures that you can go to from the website. So I'll always put the link to the blog in the show notes from the podcast, but you can see some of the ones that I remembered specifically sending as a kid. And so Again, this is something that has been a theme lately where I am going and I am looking at my memories that might be fuzzy and researching something to clarify my vision and my memory. And depending on your age and stage, see how you could bring some of your Valentine's memories and traditions to life in the present. So again, to recap the four suggestions I have of ways to explore preserving your past when it comes to Valentine's Day, number one was to look into that classic, how I met 
you story. (laughs) Number two was similar to the How We Met story was to seek out the stories of proposals and weddings and maybe even first dates. We'll throw that in there too. Number three is examining Valentine's traditions of your family, of your loved ones that you remember as a child or through interviews with others. And finally, number four is kind of connecting it all together with how can you bring your Valentine's of the past to the present. Again, if you learn a surprising story and want to share that with me, please email me at melissa at melissainkitchen.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. So if you do want to either direct message me or you want to share it on the on Facebook or on Instagram, you can tag me on Facebook now at Preserving the Past with Melissa and Kitchen, or you can find me on Instagram and tag me at Preserve Your Past. And I would love to see your childhood memories of Valentine's. I would love to hear the silly stories of mishaps and mayhem for weddings and proposals, or even the sweet loving stories, um, how you met. So please take some time to share those stories. And we would love to have you over in our Facebook group sharing those stories also. So definitely reach out if you need that link. It will also be in our show notes. But until next time, I invite you to remember to preserve your past, and share your stories. Wasn't that a fun episode? I enjoyed our conversation so much. And if you would like to continue our conversation, be sure to follow this podcast and share with friends. This helps share the mission of preserving the past with stories. Want more tips, tools, and inspiration? Head over to melissaannkitchen.com. And as always... Let's get writing your powerful personal stories.